Hey y'all, I'm Moni and you're mixing with Moni, okay? Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. Y'all, what is up? Hello, 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 all you wonderful and beautiful pumpkins and mixologists out there. Y'all, I am in such good spirits. I'm on cloud eight, nine, 10, 11. I actually think the saying is cloud nine. So let me start there <laughs> to express my excitement about this today's episode, this upcoming episode that I have for all of you, for all of us. You will hear this same intro audio on two episodes of Mixing with Moni because I did two episodes, essentially. I had my first episode with Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown discussing the Real Housewives of Dallas that is released first. And following that, at the same time, I'm also releasing an episode that I did talking about Salt Lake City's part one of the reunion with two experts, Megan Segura and Eric J. Mack from Bravo's The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast, Instagram, the newsbreakers, the interview havers, the hot takers, all of the above. They are the experts, honey. I thought it would be a really good idea to have them come on and give me their insight as people who have interviewed these women, who work with these women in a lot of ways, because come on, it's probably like some kind of law that if you're on a housewife show, you got to stop by the podcast and talk to the podcast people because we're the ones who are listening. We're watching the shows. We're rating the shows. We're giving the shows the push that they need to be great. And I really wanted to get their, their perspectives on what it meant to have this dynamite first season. Was it dynamite? What they thought about it? Like what makes a good housewife, a good housewife show, a good franchise? Is there a housewife formula? You know, there's lots of questions that I had that honestly only people who work at Bravo could really answer because I want to know what they think when they watch it as people who have access to this information, access to these women, how do they still watch so objectively or not? And I really was excited to get that information from them. So you'll hear, like I said, the the beginning, this intro will be on both episodes. So skip ahead the same amount of times if you'd like to listen. But also I wanted to make sure that it wasn't too thick with two C's so that you don't get lost in the sauce and you can kind of just like taste it, love it, luxuriate, and then come back for more for seconds if you so choose. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I'm also just on such a high because I just got done recording an amazing Valentine's Day panel that either will be released by the time this comes out or just sometime soon, depending on when you listen to it, with Sarah Galley from Andy's Girls, The Real Moms of Bravo, uh, Abby and Vanessa, Samantha Bush from Bravo Historian, and Kate Casey from Reality Life with Kate Casey. And it was truly an honor. It was very special to be amongst some real taste makers in the pop culture Bravo setting of content creators. And it was just, it was really fun to talk about housewives (laughs) with women who love housewives and, you know, things that I feel like 
we don't always get enough time to discuss from our lens and our viewpoint as women who watch other women um, really Ramona-ing it. And it was a really fun time. And I just, I've had a really great time this week. So I really wanted to split it up, divide it up, see if this method works. I may not always divide up every episode that's like two hours, but for this particular moment, because Dallas is giving me, um, it's giving, there is a thing. There's something to get from Dallas. I don't know if I've gotten it yet, but Sasha helps me kind of workshop that and break that down and figure out how to get there. And then again, like I said, with Salt Lake City, there was just so many nuances with this, this series, this first come premiere of a city that we were not expecting. And we kind of talk about that as well. And then what came from it, a three-part reunion for a first season, like y'all married to medicine has been on for years, like seven, eight, almost nine years. And they had a two-part reunion, I think last year where one episode came out and then like, or it was like two hours meddled together or something. They haven't even had like that kind of three-part crazy reunion. At least not that I can remember. I could be wrong, but at least in my most recent memory, that didn't even happen. So for Salt Lake City to kind of come out the gate, did we feel like we actually got that much from it? I don't know. Let's talk about what we got. I mean, we had a very comprehensive conversation, as you can see by the timestamp of how long this is. So maybe it, it was deserving. But I like to hear two different people's perspective who have the same job or like who do the same job together as being on the podcast and are watching the same show that I'm watching and see what's going on, you know? And then above all else, y'all, I'm hosting my first event that I'm hoping will be a, a continuing thing. It's called a Real Housewives Mixer with Moni, and it is going to start and be centric around, of course, none other than Potomac, because y'all are so not over me hearing me talk about Potomac, right? But it's going to be a little different. It's going to be interactive. So instead of me talking to a void or, you know, other people and no over-talking, you will hear me give like a little brief analysis or a theory of why I think Potomac has reached so much success recently. What did content creators have to do with that? Like, did you truly just watch it on your own? Did you say, this looks good, let me watch it? Did someone convince you? Did you see a meme and go, these women look funny or fun or cool? What was it that kind of made the rating spike in Potomac at their highest reach where Atlanta is currently in their premiere at about their lowest, but, you know, and going up, but, you know, what, what made that happen? What, how did we bridge that gap? You know, why? And it's not going to be always like that. I'm, I'd like to be able to do this as a series and look into various cities, different franchises even, and talk about the opposite. I mean, I just did a, an op, a, a, a Patreon episode with Samaj, the king of podcasts, and he and I broke down Jersey and why we think it's actually spiraled kind of down, at least in ratings so far, though I'm very excited about this new season of Jersey. I think it's going to be epic um, because everybody keeps telling me that. And how much of that is true? You know, you know, I want to know what that means when people are like, y'all, I just saw it and it was the best premiere ever. How many times are we going to hear that? I want to know, like how much of me is impacted by when people say that. Um, and we discussed why we think Jersey has kind of flailed a little bit and what that difference, what switch happened. And if he even thinks that happened, because it's his favorite franchise, it's Samaj's favorite. So he may not think it's tanking at all. And I think that's the important part is to allow different perspectives to kind of go down, but look at it through different lenses 
um, a little bit more TED talky, you know, like real analysis, real smart, real Dr. Wendy's of it. You know what I mean? Like we're going to analyze. Um, but upon purchase of a ticket, it's only $10 and I'm hoping it sells out so that maybe it'll push them to want to do more. But upon purchase, you also get a playlist binge recommendation of Potomac episodes, the top five episodes that I believe everyone should watch. If you're trying to get into Potomac, if you love it, if you want to just a refresher course on why it's great to kind of help you formulate your opinions as we head into this interactive discussion mixer. It'll be, again, me presenting my theories and stuff on some of the things that I've seen and researched um, from a purely like a fact standpoint or what I was able to discover. And then I want to hear from the people who are, who are attending, which is why it's staying kind of small, what they think. Do you even think it's worth the hype? Do you Did you watch these episodes and say they were good? Do you believe in the hype? Do you believe that there's something we can do greater? I mean, that's something that I even talk about with uh, Meg, Megan and Eric from The Daily Dish. Could SLC burn out? That's something that Sasha mentions to me on my episode of Dallas with her is like, what goes on after such an epic first season? And if you if you think it's epic, where do we go from here with this cast and everything like that? If this cast comes back, how do we keep sustaining? Because if the bar is so high with the first season, what do we see with the second? And I'm, I actually think you might like what Megan and Eric have to say about that. I think it's some really good talk, you know? So yes, if you'd like to support me, I partner with Speakeasy and we're doing a live event virtually um, about Potomac. And I hope it's the start of something new and good, a la High School Musical. And yeah, uh, after that, Let's let's get into it. Let's get into the episode or episodes. Um, again, welcome. This is the same intro you will hear for both episodes. I have Sasha on Dallas speaking about Dallas and that, you know, train wreck of a pizza party on one episode. And then Meg and Eric coming up on, well, Megan, excuse me. Her name is Megan. I follow her on Twitter because big fan and it's Meg Segura is her Twitter name. So I have Megan and Eric from the Bravos, the daily dish on here to talk Salt Lake city and discuss what's going on with this part one, this epic historic reunion of three parts. Like to be fair, we haven't even scratched the surface with Mary's home life or her church yet. So I actually feel like we could get to three parts. So without further ado, let's get into the episode that you are currently listening to for what you are listening to it for. Thank you so much for always listening and for helping me feel encouraged to even do these fun, creative things while I try to also get my life together and do other stuff and and see where this goes. I appreciate the journey that I'm on and that you're on with me. So let's get into it. Let's have fun. All right, y'all, as promised, I am here with Sasha from the Bravo Breakdown, who is just a pro at all things Bravo and breaking it down. And right before I hit record, we were breaking down how I am not prepared for a wedding that is not even like not even a year and a half away. It's like almost two years away and I'm still out here not prepared. Uh, she informed me that I need to actually at least have a style of dress I like. News mm-hmm. to me, didn't know. So without yes. further ado, the Bravo Breakdown expert and apparently <laughs> the wedding dress guru, Sasha, thank you so much for coming back and giving me your knowledge. Thank you for having me. And you guys, I was telling Moni, 
if she can't decide based off of like a lot of other factors, she could at least narrow it down to a cut or a neckline. And I was telling mm. her like, for me, like I know that I don't want strapless because I don't want to be pulling it up. Like, and some strapless dresses are made really well and they won't slide, but I'm just paranoid because mm. I sweat a lot. And, and I would just- be paranoid on I don't want to feel, exactly. So I could know, okay, I'm narrowing down. I don't want strapless. Yes. So I was telling Moni, just go and start trying on different necklines, just mm. necklines, period. Don't even look at the rest. You know what I'm saying? Just oh, focus so on that many. and figure that out. So and you can at though, least know what you're going to feel comfortable in. That's a very good point. Though I get married in the fall of next year, a few things have transpired. I did, like I told y'all, I went to go look at um, bridal bridesmaids dresses with my maid of honor um, because we're both in each other's weddings next year. The lovely bridal attendant did inform me <laughs> that I actually probably should have my dress in an order, like ordered about eight months prior, just in case there are alterations, there will be other fittings and things that need to be done. And I am short. So alterations will be a definite. So she mm. was like, you want to have them like six to eight months before, because you just don't want there to be any problems. And you'd rather have it sitting and you fit your body to it basically, right. instead of you having to come back and do all these things because it takes forever to make their like custom to you a lot of the time yeah, so that makes yeah. sense and then she was like and that's to have it ordered you really need to have what you like and it's going to take a couple of different fittings a couple of different uh styles like to figure that out and I was like yeah that's a good that's a good point so she was like you probably should have yours by about September now moms and parents know September is mid-school year and I have been talking vehemently about my <laughs> student teaching this fall so by Labor Day, your girl will be fully immersed in elementary school aged children. Oh my gosh. So try on wedding dress where? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll be moving. Um, and now I'm thinking I'm actually going to be moving early because I have some logs in the fire back at home to work with kids in the summer. So I don't know when this is going to happen. And, and right after that, my fiance is in like her peak program. So she's like doing real life work at an office 40 hours a week or whatever. And I'm not going to be able to ask her for shit. So wow. I'm wow. just, I've all, basically I'm already late. I'm already late. It's February and I'm already late for a 2022. <laughs> Because that's wedding. the thing. It's like, it's the scheduling thing because it's like when you're not doing those things that you just listed, you're going to be tired. Yeah. You're not going to want to go and like, cause shopping, that's a whole activity getting it in is. and out of the dresses. It's hot. And like, you know, it's hard to want to make the time to do that when you're so exhausted and burned out from yes. everything else. That makes total sense because like, you know, people were like, oh, you really like moved fast. When I got engaged, we picked a venue probably within a week and a half. Like I set mm -hmm. up so many appointments because we were home for break. And the thing is, they were like, oh, you're so quick. You, you, you got it already. My fiance has not even brought up our wedding literally since then. Because since oh. we got back, it has been full speed ahead back at school. I'm uh -huh. in school. I'm doing this stuff, you know, the mixing yeah. with Monty thing. And she's in school and she's in clinic. So her life revolves around other people's care and other people's funds right now. So asking her for anything, it's like, it's not a thing. Because scheduling everything is about her yeah. patients, when she can see them, when they're okay. Yeah. And then she just has like more rounds of clinic coming up. So she's not ever... It's gone. It's wow. I will be like, what do you think for that? She goes, mm-hmm, sure. She's burned out. Yeah, she, no, yeah, she's no got way. nothing left in the tank by, by that yes. point. And she what did you no, say? She no, did you no. say she was a chiropractor? She's a chiropractic school, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's, and she's now in the clinical stage. So everything is yeah. like real life. And in on top of her having to still study stuff. 
for like mm-hmm. actual classes. So she has to literally schedule her clinic life around her class schedule. And so when she oh gets gosh. to me, she's like, Don't she's on eighty. I know. No. <laughs> the no. last thing you want. The last thing you want to do is make decisions at that right. point. And you I'm know, like, it's just like you like these colors, and she's like. <sighs> You know what colors I love? The ones that I see when I close my eyelids. They're my favorite <laughs> color palette. That can we have that? And I'm like, like she doesn't want any of it. Like mm-hmm. even like me talking about like an engagement party, telling her she has to do like a bridal shower or something later. She's like, no. Mm-mm. If I have to do it, it won't get done. And I'm like, okay. So essentially, I'm planning two weddings because it is two brides, but her group they'll be hard. They're not stern with her. Like I am the planner. They're all just as lax as her. They love to like chill and have fun and hang out. So me, I'm like, okay, but you know, you need to put hanging out on the schedule. I am Dr. Moon. I'm sorry. I am. <laughs> I am like, so here is the plan. This is, this is the list of things we will do. The itinerary of our fun. Is and you this. have, you have to prioritize, you know? Yes, absolutely. You, we're only dealing with a certain amount of time that you have, but it's temporary. When, it, when is she done? Like she will with be everything. done. The latest is next June. Okay. She's looking, she's trying to basically double up on the numbers that she will need when she's like in, like, she's like practicing and like interning and stuff. Okay. So she can be done in by March because she would like to be a part of this process more. And I'm just like, you want to get done by March, you can be part of a process that is from April to November. By that time, girl, most of it will be done. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, at that point, you're just like enjoying the fruits of all exactly. your labor. It's just, just like gonna a party. Be, she's going to enjoy the parties. That's what yeah. she wants to Yeah, like she's do. like, she's fine for that. Show up, get dressed. You know what I'm saying? Put look on cute, a good look, some good, have some, some drinks. Yeah, yes. have some dance, dance the night away. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here like, whoa, this is a good party. I know, I know. I'm yeah, fan of myself, but this was a great party. Loved it so much. I'm burnt out, I'm tired. Like. And she's gonna be like, this was so much fun. I loved it. Thank y'all for coming to our event. And I'll be like, what? Oh my gosh. I'll be looking at her. Well, you you have to figure that out, honestly, because I have Ron friends Dixon. of mine. Oh my God. When Lord. she looked at him, I'm like, why are you speaking in my event? And he was like, it's our event. And she was like, it's not. <laughs> and he was trying to propose. Uh-huh. Like, what are you doing with this, Mike? This is not your party. That's exactly what I will be looking like. Like, girl, why? What are you doing? I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Like, why else would you be grabbing the mic right now? You know, right. (laughs) So you have friends that what? That uh, have all said that they regret letting it consume them as much as they did. And they wish they had like somehow made it less of a time consuming thing. So if there's a way you can make it not be like, you know what I'm saying? They were like, by the end of it, you don't even enjoy it because you're just so stressed and you just want would, to be over with. I would say that how I'm doing it is making it like, it's not stressful, bad. It's more like, oh, this is a lot of shit, but I'm enjoying okay, it. Okay, because okay. I started so early that it's so spaced out because I had to go at my pace and I even have a coordinator and I'm like, you know, and we're doing it small. We're young, we're students. We don't have all this money in the world. Like we're really much going on faith, right? So literally <laughs> I'm paying kind like full on vendors with Patreon money. <laughs> like, okay. It comes to my yes. account and I go, hey, here you go. Thank you very much. Happy on a payment plan because they pay yep. on the first. So I got you on the second. That's, like, that's how you pretty do much it. how it goes. That's how you do so, it. So I think that's so I love good. you so much. That's, that's pretty much all it is. It, it, you know, we're, we're what a gift, right? You have this community yeah. and like it's you can the best help you pay for something that and everyone loves that. Like that's amazing. Yeah. So it, it, it gets really to be a part out. of it. 
And I love telling people about it because they're like, girl, what are you doing? I'm like, girl, I have no spare dollars. My dollars go to groceries and the sweating. And that's about mm-hmm. it. But that's all I really care about right now. So it's making me really, it's happy because it's spaced out. And that's what right. I like about it. It's totally not overwhelming because me, me by myself, I would be overwhelmed if this was in a year. So I know the girl's like, oh, I'm trying to do it in a year. And I get that because you're like, yeah. you know, you've waited and done all that. But me, I'm good. I'm going to just go ahead and just go on yeah. faith that she's going to still love me in 18 months. <laughs> and that she will, that she will. Well, I'm excited. You have to keep me posted. I can't wait to, when you find your dress, I want to know what you I will certainly tell you. I mean, like, you'll, you'll be at the curious. wedding. Y'all, y'all going to love this. I was just telling Sasha, my, my fiance is going to have a podcast table. So there will actually be some of your faves there. And I will slowly be revealing them mainly because I'll forget to keep it a surprise when I'm bad at surprises. As they come on the show, I'll be like, oh yeah, they're going to come. And it'll be like all of us. Yes. I, that literally sounds like the dream. Like all yes. of my favorite people. Post COVID, everyone will be in a better yes. place. And I think that it'll be a really, really fun and exciting thing to do. Um, especially we can do like a COVID. Potomac tour and you can take us to like places where the girls ate and yes. to this, the, the scene of the drag. I would take really us everywhere. love to do that. I think that, you know, it's such a spread out area and community but that's what makes it fun we don't just go to the quiet woman we go yeah, right we go everywhere yes yeah yes, yes. we're tr- we are around okay we we're around you know um Sasha how is Dallas treating you right now how are you enjoying oh, this man. season it's I have rough. to ask it's, it's rough it's it's rough for me yeah yeah I just like Tiffany Moon the poor the poor the poor girl like <laughs> they just don't want to give her anything like they're they insist on like outcasting her I don't know what it is it's like a jealousy because she's smart and she's got her shit together and her husband adores her mm-hmm. like I don't like Cam and uh Carrie, Carrie it's like yeah what the fuck it's like they just don't want to like her now mm-hmm. the cricket I will say the crickets don't put crickets in my food yeah like yeah, don't yeah. put nothing don't put anything in my food yes 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 Brandy didn't you know it was like so I feel them on that Brandy was doing the most and even if you do, there's a protocol to how to trick people into eating food. Yeah. And we will we will get to that protocol. I'm gonna teach y'all how to do this specifically. Um, but in the meantime, let's let's back it up. Tiffany is really trying so hard, like you said, to be a part of this group, to be mm-hmm. a girl's girl, which I find adorable, but a little bit like eye rolly, like not towards her, but yeah, all the girls want to be like her if she doesn't think that that's what I'm crazy yes want to be rich marry yes. well they're jealous and also exactly have their own money just in case mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. carrie is jealous of tiffany so, so jealous hard so because jealous. she married a rich man but if he ever left her she would literally be so fine mm-hmm. she's a doctor mm-hmm. she's an anesthesiologist that's why she's like why am i working full time like yeah. let me take my behind home she's like I love what I do but I don't want to do it all the time and I so yeah. related to that I so yes. I was like yes that's the dream it's like I'm not looking to just be like a kept woman like sit at home and do nothing and just spend I want to I want to live the life but I want to work when I want to work yeah. I don't want to work 24 7 and that's the dream so if she has the luxury to be able to do that and her husband supports her those women wish those women's husbands oh. don't want them to do anything no like Steph's husband Wants her to sit at home. Girl, first of all, <laughs> placing a bet on me that I will fail, you're going to be sleeping in a different location at <laughs> home. 
Do not place a bet on me that I will Thank fail. you. Don't do that. That's You're going to be really mad at yourself. And that's not motivating. So I'll prove you wrong and mm-hmm. then I'll still slap you sideways. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've wondered though, why do non-girls girls, as Tiffany described herself to be, love being yes. on Housewives and all female ensemble cast? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Who else said that? Uh, uh, Sierra said that yes. on Summer House. It's like, that's like, not a good trait. Like, you are, the show. Uh, that's how uh, Erica Jane tried to be like that. She's like, I don't trust women. Well, it's a good thing. Then why are you on a woman's show? No, first of all, if you're a housewife on Housewives and saying that you're not a girl's girl and you don't trust women, you need to pick a different career because there's nothing else but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're surrounded mm-hmm. by them. They are the reason you get And that paid. doesn't really work. Like if you're trying to make yourself the villain, that's not really a good tactic because a lot of women watch the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're yes. just being so like- This is not the WWE. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, yes. Okay. Like we're not, we're, you know, we're not good enough for you. Like we don't meet your standards for someone right. that's worth being friends with. So you got to go to men. It, it just is like, okay. I want our we? show though. Like you want our time like, and our attention, right. but you don't want to hang out with us. So right. that's- that's not going to even make me want to fake it with you. Exactly. That's exactly. not nice. Because I don't profess to be a girl's girl, but I can kick it with the girl's girl. Like, that's how I think. Oh, I you know. I'm, absolutely. I'm comfortable with whoever is like open-minded. Yeah. Like, I know men that are bigger. I know men that are bigger feminists than some women that I know. Like, yes. I don't, you know, it doesn't even matter about the gender. It's like, I'm just a people's people when you're thinking the right way. Like, if you think like you got some sense, you're not judgmental, you're not racist. You know what I mean? You're not homophobic. It's a bare thing. That's all I minimal. need. Like, just be good. Just be a decent person. <laughs> but now person. we have to put them down on the post. Lord like, have mercy. Oh my, exactly. That's what I'm looking for now. Like, what but you God, got? I always tell people, don't be racist. It's bad for your skin. Like, Thank you. Because every race that I've ever seen be ugly. It be all up in the crow's feet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you need you some some liquid IV, some morning recovery, some Botox, some something. retinol. like some All of something. it. All of it. All of it. Because it's not working. Whatever you got. And I really want better for you. So I'm telling you not to be racist for your own good. Detox. Exactly. Oh, yes. Detox, yes. You know? Get the impurities out. Racism detox. Why not? <laughs> you know? It's just, it's just time. So you can look good year round. <laughs> And, you know, I think that says something even about this cast, because you can see some things in some person's mm-hmm, faces, mm-hmm, Botox mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying. But what I do appreciate Dr. Moon for is that she brings price tags back to my house. Oh, Whenever yes. she want, runs around, they have to, like, flash something in a price. And I go, oh, gay. I know. I love it. <laughs> she is I what like I need. She is what I need on a, on a housewife. Like I, I I need that for my show. Yeah. Like it needs a lot of some of those shows. Like they're lacking that element. Mm-hmm. And she's bringing it. Yeah, she's forcing the girls to literally investigate the appliances that she has mm-hmm. because there's mm-hmm. so many things we've never seen before in a home. You yeah. know what it reminds me of is Shannon Bador taking us through her hospital grade air house quality, like the filters and to have like thirty mm-hmm. something thousand dollars in the house to make it hospital great those are the things that i liked the reasons that they even kept shannon was because it was quirky it was funny it was fun and i Mm -hmm. really enjoyed that yeah i did too we should get back to those and it's really it really makes it unique to the person it's like you don't make that shit up like what do you think like she built that shit for the show like no this is her way of life this is her lifestyle this is how she lives it's fascinating it's so fascinating i'm like thank you had we not come, no one would know this existed. Exactly. At all. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's so funny to me. 
And I appreciate that Tiffany kind of brings that element back because there's things mm-hmm. that we're just like, what the fuck? Like her having her own wine label and having a pizza party just so she can pour the wine. I know what you did there, girl. And I'm into I it. I know. And then her pizza that. oven was $15,000. Love that for her. Just for the pizza oven. That's really I, beautiful. I was, so when we were thinking, speaking of skin earlier, it had me thinking about, I don't know if you noticed, but Stephanie's assistant. Mm-hmm. I was like, where did this blue, beautiful black woman come from? Like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. plop, beautiful, stunning black woman. I'm like, I'm and trying Travis to Google her. Is out here talking all kinds of down to her. That's why I'm like, uh, what's happening? Where did she come from? Why are you here? Like, how do you end up with this group of people? Because Travis, he's suspect. Yeah, I. You know what I chalk it up to, and this is exactly what um, like the shade room tried to make up a, a conversation back when okay. remember gucci had those ski masks and they looked like the whole monkey situation and we didn't yeah. enjoy um and people were like excuse me we don't love this this is bad and racism and they were like well wait wait we have like a black person on our design team and they didn't say anything yeah because she's coming from the land of i don't want to lose my jobobia mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. what's happening she mm-hmm. i try i chalk yeah. this assistant up to i'm trying to get a job yeah and work especially during covid because this is happening during covid and right. i used to live in dallas as a young person and i've heard a lot of people say that it's the land of a lot of biz like small businesses like making okay. your own business making your own way like that's not how i grew up i grew up in the dmv area where everything is the federal government and then it just also happened to be headquarters and other businesses and private private businesses there too yeah but mainly it's the government. But in Texas, there's a lot of different kinds of employers, a lot of headquarters, a lot of different, uh, you know, personal things. And they have the money to pay assistance. Like they do. Okay. And it's a reasonable place to live. Like with your working wage, you can actually do something. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah. homegirl's trying to get a check. Oh, and I yeah. respect that for her. So oh, though she sure. can't pipe up against Mr. Holman, we can. Okay. Exactly. I, I'm happy to. You don't write my checks, honey. Yes. You don't sign nothing for me. And I assume that Stephanie is, you know, not going to make the woman have to put up with him as, as often. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's probably not around very much. Yes. And I've actually heard some <clears throat> allegedly's that she's had to go through a couple of assistants because allegedly he will often... um make some of them feel uncomfortable by being a touch flirty not necessarily <sighs> in a space of harassy allegedly because i'm hearing the way that they're saying it is not necessarily like he is harassing me not saying that it isn't that i don't know but i've heard more than once hmm. from various people who are friends have been like oh yes my friend worked for them as an assistant or something and he may or may not allegedly have hit on me or something or made me feel uncomfortable about the fact that he's married and he's like kind of being a little too nice and has Yikes. brought it to her attention. And allegedly that is why she has a new assistant. Oh, wow. So these are all alleged, but uh, there's plenty to, it's not a, it's not and a I'm not, And it's I'm not surprised. Wow. He gives off that vibe. Like, I'm honestly not surprised. Like, he's so douchey. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Stephanie is, like, fully aware and doesn't care. And then basically 
when it when it comes to the place of you know in her home, that's probably where she just draws the line. So that's why the assistant may be like a no fly zone for her because it's like they work with her personally and everything. Like mm-hmm, her main assistant mm-hmm. is her podcast partner Trey. Like he owns okay. a whole bar. Like he is a bar owner. A whole, like he has a home. Like he is a person now in his own right and makes money with her. It is more oh. her coworker, but right. I think she keeps him as an assistant because she wants that degree of separation. Uh, okay, gotcha. Which would make sense because there's some insecurity in yeah. there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Though it's all alleged of what, what's happening with him and maybe an assistant or two, what we do see on the screen is he's an asshole. So, yeah, yeah. Period point. Pretty much, head. pretty much. Yeah, like the way he spoke to her when the assistant even said, and I wish Stephanie had said something, I'm sorry, for any assistant, because she's the employer and this is your husband. But when the mm-hmm. assistant said, do you want to know the budget without the lockers? And he goes, no, just show me it with the carpet. Like, first of all, sorry. I know, I know, I know. Sarcasm I know. Is, we have no place for it right now, right here. Uh-huh. She is not your wife. This yeah. is not even your project. Can you relax? Like... Your wife is trying to do something good in your name. He's just like, I pay for everything. He thinks he owns the place. He's like, I pay you, I pay you, I pay for everything in here. So, and what? But I wish people, especially the men, would stop thinking that just because they make money means that they're the only person contributing to the household income. That's true. Yeah. Because you need to do something with your money. A, or Uncle Sam will take it. So your wife is like, you're welcome. Because me spending your money in whatever way. Keep your first of all your home value up because I'm out here renovating. So okay. when you eventually go, I want to sell, or I think I want a home up because you know they do that. They're always mm-hmm. like, I want a home in over there, and I'm gonna do that over there. And I don't want to be here anymore. And they get to make those split second decisions. It's usually the wife that's packing everything up. It's usually Stephanie and her assistants mm-hmm. that you quote unquote pay for yeah. that yep. is packing everything up, making it smooth, and all you have to do is basically leave. I know. Go to your little old boys culture or whatever at the locker room hut. <laughs> Yep. And she's home bubble wrapping, getting making sure your kids are also entertained and buying things to keep them entertained. She had yep. to remove a whole pool from her living room because he just loved the house so much. Oh my God. And he's like, well, we can just get rid of that. But that's her. She's the one who's going to be doing it. It'll be her right. and her assistants talking to the contractors and the construction yeah. people and picking out tile and all that shit. Like you're not the only person who contributes to the household income. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. income is not just money. It's a lot That's of so things. True. That's it's so the true. people that you want to bring from your good old boy network to the house to have a little luncheon. Mm-hmm. Hey, I said uh, 10 and 12, but the guys could come over on Saturdays. Uh, they'll probably come over on three and it's Wednesday. And she's like, excuse me? And then you have to coordinate everything to make them comfortable yes. when they come. Like, what? I can't like get a Like, serve them. Hours. I know, I know. You want me to get a caterer and a waitstaff? Like, girl, people got- That's what they, and they, the expectation is, that's that's the part. It's just so presumptuous. It's like- it's if, Ridiculous. Whoever brings in the the actual income, the monetary income, income is the person that basically owns that other person. Which is ridiculous because Travis could not walk a day in a housewife. She's like an actual Stephanie shoes could not last an hour. Not even a little bit. I know. That's probably why, because I always think about Erica Jane, because, you know, her kid was in New York when she was with Tom. Like, he didn't even right. live with her. So I always think, I'm like, what What did she do all day? Like, while Tom was just at work, it was just basically just, like, running the household. Isn't like, her just, like, son, like, grown, too? 
Yeah. Even it's but a when cop, he, but, right? Yeah, but when she first right, like when married him, him. Yeah. yeah, she was with him before she ever got on Housewives. She for like ten years, oh. she just like sat at home all day. Like before she did oh. Erica Jane and all that stuff. Like before she started any of that. Huh. That you know at what home she was probably doing being the secretary of his affairs and an officer of his corporations. Hmm. Okay. Allegedly, that's the what documents she was doing. did list. That's what she was doing. The that's documents exactly listed what she her was name. Doing. So is it alleged if the court documents told me? Like I got my information from the court. That would make sense because I always wondered what did she do all of those years? I don't know, but because there's only so much you can do. Like, even if like right now I had a million dollars, like, okay, it's it's a pandemic, but like on an ordinary day, like I live in LA, I have like everything, like access to everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you gonna do? Just like go shopping and then go eat and then like you're gonna you're gonna do this. It just gets old. Like you have to have something else in your life. And I just wonder what that was. Yes, I too wonder what that was. I mean, we know that with Stephanie, it's we're not will admit the initiative is cool. I think she's made herself in she's charge trying to of do the, the charity. charity. She's yeah. trying to do the right things, and that's that's cool. I mean, there are plenty of ways. She's to- like, I'm gonna do something. She's like, the kids are out of the house. What am I gonna do now? And she needs to stay relevant on the show. So yes. she's like, Oh, I got it. I'll spend my husband's money, but then try to make good out of it and just try to give it away. Yeah, because better you than him, because we see right? maybe contributing. Oh to, Lord. So, oh, um, Lord. I guess she's trying to balance it out, diversified <laughs> per- portfolio. Yes. You know, um, and she's trying to give back to the school schools in Houston yeah. that were devastated by the floods which were devastating Beyonce gave back so you can too Stephanie Holman um and she's trying to rebuild their locker rooms and stuff and I do want to know and I'm not agreeing with Travis but what water bottles do cost two thousand dollars I don't know mm-hmm. and why like do they need water one, bottles why do they need them like they, yeah it's not when I, I like a, a, a locker room they can get their own water bottles yeah, it's really not that serious. I mean, but I mean, okay. I don't know how it is, especially in Houston, because I didn't live there. But I will say that the football stadiums and the football like fields and locker rooms of even public, but definitely private, but especially public high schools in Texas are next level. They are mm. in a lot of ways better than a lot of college ones in other oh. states. Texas takes their football very seriously. Really? I remember okay. being in middle school going to high school football games. Like it was a thing. I didn't know that. Was like, oh yeah, girl, you going to the Plano Senior High School um, football game? I'm like, no, I don't know anyone. They're huh. like, you don't need to know anyone there. Like it's huge. Go. Like my private school it, that has since closed down that I went to, they gave us half a day on Fridays when we had homes, when we had home games half a day I was in the fifth grade being picked up at one o'clock so that I could get go home do homework spend time with family get ready for the game they would just simply not even we wouldn't even do work we we wouldn't even do work we'd have pep rallies I'm like interesting (laughs) I mean I makes it I guess that's why you know that movie Friday Night Lights like it really is a big part of the culture yes yes I would say Friday Night Lights yeah I didn't live in a small town I lived where Brandy lives in Plano and it was it, it was not a small town, but it was very accurate to, they really care about football deeply in Texas, high school and beyond. Like it's not, it, it was sports in general, they really mm-hmm. care about. I mean, I got offered off-campus PE. Like you don't even have, you get to leave school early to go do your sport as a child and do more of your sport than almost schoolwork. So yeah. they take it very seriously. So maybe that's why they need like professional water bottle but can they just get like a Gatorade sponsorship or something those Gatorade water bottles can't cost more than two dollars that's what I'm thinking okay that's what I'm thinking I'm like you can get something in bulk yeah and they just donate it you know yeah you can get that printed at the custom for sure sure. you know that shouldn't be nothing but 
Interesting though. I did not know that. But it makes Bless sense. Like, like, Bless her. More so the assistant than Stephanie, because she really laughed everything off that he said. And he kept getting sarcastic and sassy mm-hmm. with her. And I was like, sir, can you get your panties out of your ass? Like, can you relax? <laughs> you are being a lot. I need you to tone it down. I know, I know. He he does. He wants to make sure everyone knows he's in charge. Every time he walks in the room, he's just like, Ugh. everyone knows, Ugh. but he gives her flowers. So we forgive, I guess. Ugh. That's what she, that's what he thought at least. Anywho, we now have to get to Tiffany's party. She's, mm. she's throwing her first party and I love to see a first party. Do you remember any iconic like housewives, like their first season parties? Like I remember they love to do a theme. Tiffany's is this pizza party theme. Mine is that I remember off the top of my head because it's it's so bizarre, but it's like funny. Is Bronwyn's I'm done breastfeeding. Let's turn up oh, at my yeah. sex den party. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was fun for Her me. weaning, her weaning party. Yes, yes. Because literally Vicky was so confused. Is she, uh-huh, so what's, uh-huh. what's weaning? We, we, weeding? What is it? Weaving? whining what is she talking about and i'm like you don't know what the word weaning means vicky sometimes i think you want to be confused i know but sometimes vicky wants to be left out of her own understanding but what i need to know most about the party is what you feel about the uh the booties the shoe covers oh for sure now i was down with it until she said every time they went in this house they had to get a new one every time Remember whenever they were outside and she was like, every time you go to use the bathroom, you have to get a new one. How many times are you going? I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't expect you to go more than two. So don't track outside there inside. Like Tiffany's neurotic, but I expect it of someone who has to literally scrub their hands for two minutes. Yes, 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 yes. On a regular, consistent basis. And in the Asian culture, like she said, like my my friend, she's Asian and like, you don't wear your shoes in the house. Like it's like, or in my black mama's house. Don't okay. do that. It tracks the dirt. So she's not wrong. Yeah. And at the, at, during these current times, no, dirt being so. tracked in is actually like a health hazard. Currently, but I'm just like, if you're, okay, so if you're, you're not wearing them, I was just confused why you needed a new one every time because you're not wearing them outside, right? But then you put a pair on to go inside and you take them off again, but you can't reuse those. Because, okay, what if COVID was already in the house on her floors and because you walked <laughs> one way and then you got to walk another way, you now attracted to the right when you're supposed to be tracking it to the, right, to the left. So you got to get a new pair. So just in case there's okay, more COVID okay. at the front door, but you're not going to the front door, your old pair that came from the front door don't take it through her kitchen where her kids are sometimes crawling on yes. the floor and picking okay, up Cheerios yes. with their bare hands. I understand now. Yeah, I got I it. Thank you, Monty, for the explanation. Though it sounds ridiculous because I've worked in a daycare, especially with okay. preschoolers, they spend a lot of their time on the floor, like mouth and hands. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mouth and hands are equally on the floor the same amount of times. For sure, for Mainly sure. Mainly because cots are low, and when they are on their nap time, they be picking things up on the carpet, mm-hmm. and you're like, mm, they're like, mm. and they never they don't wash their hands until you tell them and like trigger them like you need to wash your hands before you have sex. Yeah. And then okay. it's like a a nice like they grab the air the soap misses it they don't really get the soap they get the essence of the soap the mm-hmm. oxygen of the soap and then they get to the water and they go with one hand splash splash it clean and i'm like no 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 right no. right let's rub together and they're like mm, this is a lot of work girl <laughs> but they do that really just before snack time mm-hmm. and lunch time yet a child will have their hands in their mouth pretty much anytime they're awake or asleep 
So any moment of the day, they're the yeah, hands. yeah. And yeah, I guess yeah. if you're tracking things in from one place to another, she's just trying to make sure that she limits the tracking, especially if uh, you're yeah. like. Also, they they nosy, and you know a woman because I would be this housewife if I go to the bathroom, quote unquote. I'm gonna end up in the kitchen, and then maybe the parlor, and then mm-hmm, maybe downstairs mm-hmm. in the basement. I don't know. But like, oh, I got lost looking for the bathroom. This is a lovely champagne. What year did you get this? How much was it? I would be asking those questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. No, no, no. Right you're, you've 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 convinced me. You've okay. convinced me. Like she's now, okay, so erotic, but no, she is. No, you convinced. It. No, I get it. Okay, so now I need to know: Are you one of those people that because you spend so much time around kids, does that make you not want to have kids, or are you like now I want kids even more? Actually, especially even during COVID, the more that I have spent time with kids, like doing like private teaching and stuff, I literally walk away with my ovaries hurting, no matter what age they are. Aww. It has brought me to tears, especially since I'm like now in a place of like starting a, a family. I'm yeah. like. Okay, so how soon can we go get the children? Because I'd yeah. like to adopt half and maybe have half. Okay. And I want to do it. My fiance is so, she's so ridiculous. She's like, I want to carry a baby. I'm like, okay, when? She wants what to carry the baby? Pra- she wants to carry one and experience it. I'm like, what day of practice? The first? <laughs> oh my God. The third year when you start your own business, when you're associating. Yeah. When? And it's not to say that it can't happen. No, no, I'm just saying that I know her ambitions and it'll never, for her, she has to do everything in decency and in order. As most scientific people who get doctors and become doctors, as I would expect her to be. She was pre-med. Everything has to be by by the book, very like by the letter. I'm not like that. I'm like, kids are, there's never necessarily the best time to have kids. It's just the right right time for you. And when you can give them love and affection and attention, that's it. And I just want to give it to the children. And I love them so much because I'm like teaching them and stuff is great, but I don't get to go home with them and hear about their day. And I love that part. Yeah. 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 Because I love the impact that I make on them. Then I'm like, oh, I can't wait for them to like ride home and have a fun time telling their parents about the fun day they had at camp or school. And Mm -hmm. I want to experience that. Like, what did you do today at camp? And they're like, definitely. Did you know? And (laughs) I love that. I want to do that. So yeah, okay. I want to have the children. Do you want to have the children? I do, I do. Okay, she wants to have the children. Y'all, we're going to have the children. Little <sighs> Bravo babies. I'm going to have a little Bravo onesies. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, we have to do it. They say like fun things. I haven't decided what they are yet, but I just want them to say fun little like mm-hmm. things. Like Bravo sayings or something like, jo- I want like a little Giovanni onesie or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you know, one whatever, like the most iconic thing. Something that's that light, like bloop or something. <laughs> yeah. That's Mommy cute a for a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cute. I want one of those. I think that'll be really fun. And I think that Tiffany is caring mostly about her children because her children are small because we saw them playing when she was talking to her husband yeah. about getting ready for the party. They're tearing up that living room, which is very Aren't funny they? because she's I, was, like, I thought it was hilarious. They were like running all over the place. Yeah. Just like four-year-olds should. As they should. And she wasn't stopping them. She no. was like, go run over there because I'm trying to talk yeah. to daddy and have a glass of wine. Relatable. Mm-hmm. I want to be so stressed out by my own kids. And I'm like, let me have a glass of wine with you. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Get away. <laughs> let me have a moment to myself. Yeah, y'all go do that over there. Go ahead. Which is so just, funny because she definitely also told us that she likes it best when her living room looks untouched and like nobody lives there. And my mom is like that. My mom loves me, but she wants the arm in the pillows at all times. Like the arm okay. bent 
she likes it to look yeah 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 she yeah, also no, does a yeah, lot of uh-huh. interior design so she likes okay. it to look like a staged home uh-huh. and that someone could do an open house at any given moment it, uh-huh. every day <laughs> i'm like my people live in homes it's mm-hmm. a thing she goes well we don't need to see it i'm like that's not the answer <laughs> we don't need to see it well, you'll probably land somewhere and hopefully in a happy medium if your fiance is like, w- which one of you are more? She's all, she will be the playful parent. Okay. It'll, okay. The kids will be like, well, she said we could have the cookies at 10. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm going to be like, you're taking them to the dentist then. It's not going <laughs> to be me because she is all about, if I was like, okay, bedtime, and like, no, five more minutes. She'd be like, yeah, five more minutes. I'm like, if you don't get your grown ass mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. the floor with them trucks and them children and be an example, <laughs> be the adult. She's going to be like, wow. Yeah. Like, she, I mean, as serious as she is in her studies and stuff, she wants to play all day. She loves yeah. kids. She was a director of, of sports for a camp. She progressed for, faster than me. I'm over here giving them rules, like hold hands as we cross the street. And she's oh like, gosh. so we gonna play Duck Duck Goose Tournament. Everyone uh, get in a row. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll uh, be, so fun. But if when I have four-year-olds like, like her, like Tiffany's kid, like her twins, they will be running around and having mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. because they look like they're having so much fun and they're no, they so do. cute they're she so smart too children they're smart Again. already so smart they're like why can't we hunk her but why good questions children i know like I know. that's 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 a really good question for that age especially Ugh. um I but do- yeah other than the booties and the crickets I thought the party was a hit. You did? You gave it a, a B plus? I think I would love to go to a party and taste a bunch of different pizzas. Actually, that sounds pretty bomb. That's how our parties go now because we're we're all poor. And so we all just like uh, bring each other food. Like we all just do like a big potluck and then yeah, all yeah. taste each other. I love like, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. But I would like to also all make one dish and like everyone uh-huh. test it Everyone out try it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just need yeah. a $15,000 pizza oven. That's all. And I was not upset with the uh, the ending time. Like, I'm fine to leave at 1030. First of all, thank you for bringing that up. Tiffany and her rules really gave me some some happiness. I'm I okay with that. Like, cool. Girl yeah. On the TV. We never see it. And I've always used to wonder, like, how long do people got to stay at their house? I am happy like you to leave mine. Because if I get there at like six or seven, we eat, we drink, we run around. By 1030, like. Uh, what are you even still doing here? Like, unless I'm trying to have a hangover tomorrow, let's go ahead and call it. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? There we go. And she's like, girl, I cannot have a hangover. I'm I'm literally mm-hmm. saving people's lives and making sure they're asleep appropriately. Um, her rules were no fighting mm-hmm. or you will get pleats of flour in the face. And I thought that was a very fun punishment. I thought, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so bad. Mm-hmm. They didn't like it. Um, no, and, and have fun was a rule mm-hmm. and be out by 1030. And I love that Cam is just so hell bent on making sure Tiffany feels like the outcast. She's mm-hmm. determined to not like her. She goes, oh, you know, yeah. Carrie's gonna hate all these rules. So really it's you. So you don't like yeah, yeah, you don't like the rules. Exactly. Exactly. It's like what, how old shut, are you? Shut up. Let Carrie speak when Carrie gets here. Unless you're bold enough to say, I don't like the rules, be quiet. Yes. It's Cam is really so annoying. It's crazy because I honestly feel like, though I know it was always in her, and this is going to be a hot take, I feel like she was more likable pre-Carrie. I think Carrie is making her unlikable to me. And I think that the issue is 
not yes cam has probably a lot of problematic things i think that there's a very specific reason that she is determined to hate dr moon because she doesn't like when anyone talks down to her and the only trend that i'm seeing is at first she doesn't like when brandy does it if brandy condescends her but i think that was because brandy is poorer than her oh yeah 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 but this woman is not right but she respects every other rich white woman at the mm-hmm, table mm-hmm. who is rich and not dr tiffany and carrie who is also a minority is rich but not as rich as cam so there's a power mm-hmm. dynamic there but also mm-hmm. i think carrie kowtows to those women and for whatever reason she finds yeah. them like she, the way she forgave brandy for tiffany and was it's like so weird if i don't no understand one gives it. you a second chance they don't deserve you like that's actually not how that works it's not how accountability yeah. works you're you do you tell your kids that they can hit a child cry and because they're crying if the other person doesn't forgive them for yeah them she's got there's something about her it's like i think it's like a like a privilege thing like a white passing privilege thing like that she's got going on like she just is like so eager to be up their ass i don't yeah i don't get it sometimes i do empathize with them carrie because though she is yes a white woman a white latina woman there is a level of self-preservation that I have to imagine also needs to happen, oh, yeah. especially in Texas. She's Mexican. Yeah. Not even getting political, but let's think about our current, our, our former president's stance on Mexicans. Yeah. And she it's has a thick, thick accent. Thick. And it's Texas. Thick. And Texas has a large Hispanic population and also a very large Republican population mm-hmm. and a large Trumpian population. She seems Trump to me, though. Like, even though, like, there, he- there are- Carrie like she's that's what I'm saying like she's a minority but I still feel like she would want to vote for Trump because of the money issue well to be to be honest I uh, in Texas there are a lot of things that I a lot of my especially Latinx friends that I've seen I've been like huh did we hear the same thing okay all right yeah but that was also part of like me living there and the reason we laughed, like we, my parents couldn't get with it. There's a lot, it's sometimes it feels like there's a lot of political movement, even in like living life there, even if you're not in politics, like where you live, what mm. it says about you, the schools you go to, because my parents tried to get me okay. into one school and I'm in middle school and they were planning for high school and they were like, well, you can't go to that one because it says this about you. You can't go to huh. that one because you're not white or rich enough and you can't go right. to this one because it's the diverse one, but it's too big. And like, there were very specific things and where you went to school mattered, where you lived in zoning matter things matter and sometimes I did find like that even my own parents would have like some self-preserving thing like things that they would let roll yeah they would put up with and kiss ass with sometimes just so that they could literally get through that whatever they're trying to do church Mm -hmm. grocery Mm -hmm. shopping the school parent teacher meeting like little things like that and I'm looking at the microaggressions now as an adult going wait did they really say that to my mama and my daddy my educated parents with jobs and it's Smiled. like the little things to get through. Now, Carrie yeah. gives me doing that and trying to assimilate at the same time. And I think that because Dr. Moon had to do it so very differently and did do it so very differently and proved herself in so many different ways, I think Carrie resents her for that. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I think, especially because she gets to be independent and Cam does too, but Cam uh-huh. does not like seem to like when people who she thinks is below her for whatever reason and whatever station talking down to her, which I don't think Tiffany was doing. I do, I hinted uh, a hint, a sense, a little condescension, but nothing that wasn't fun for me. And then, like I anyone, mean, any, anyone would have said that. Anyone would have been like, "Well, I'm sorry." What? Was, like they're just confused. It's confusing. Like what? Randy would have said it with staff, the, and Stephanie right would have laughed at her in her face. Yeah, it's like, what are you trying it. to say? You know, but it, yeah, it's because Deandra's been way meaner to Cam. Like way. They they used mm-hmm. to go back and forth all the time about society and everything. And the interest told that girl fuck off and very many times. And like I don't <laughs> I don't care. And Cam takes So that. glad Deandra is there to, to help Tiffany Moon and stand up for her because nobody I else is doing too. it. Nobody She's, else. The way she said they handled the cricket thing. She said, like, now would you have cared so much if she didn't tell you? And right. Carrie's like, Well, that's not the point. And I'm like, y'all were really excited for this woman to be wrong in something. I know. And y'all I know. were so salad. So ready. They're like, they're like, oh, uh, look, this is why. This good night. We're leaving. It's 1030. Like 1022, actually. Oh my gosh. And Tiffany was offended. She was like, I can't believe you set an alarm to leave my home. Like I said that by 1030, but also all of y'all are mothers and stuff. So if you I wouldn't be shocked if you didn't want to stay here all night. Mm-hmm. As I am also trying to navigate having kids saying on television i want to spend more time with my kids but filming the show hello she's like i'm trying to do it all too and i think that she's tiffany's the kind of woman cultural or not that she can't have downtime like in her mind taking a step back from work means i need to do something else more productive okay i'll film a tv show right she's gonna fill the time she's gonna fill the time with something and she has to and that's just Mm -hmm. who she is and i i kind of get that as a as an individual but i'm like she's like okay didn't think everyone wanted to be here till like 3 a.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. And she got Carrie a pinata. Why is there a pinata for someone else's birthday that we've already celebrated at somebody else's house? Okay. To announce a cash. And trip? they what were we now doing? going on another trip that's supposed to be for that same person's birthday that we already celebrated two episodes ago. I'm like, I don't care about Carrie. Like, let's just call it a trip. I don't need Carrie to have for any Andrew's 50th other reason. Birthday. Right. And I don't need another reason for Carrie to be just never attention because then she becomes a total asshole. Like Carrie is just horrible. Like she's such a bratty, mean bitch. Like she really is bitchy. She's very, very mean this year. And this is why Ooh. I always said my argument for last year when I was constantly, you know, reporting or whatever you want to call it on why, and I, I kept having to do it, why what Leanne said and did was racist was, and I don't care if people are like, oh, well, you know, people were coming for her or they were the producers trying to set her up. You said what you said and the way you said it was to make her inferior because the only thing, again, that separated you from her is her ethnicity. That's it. It is not the color of her skin or anything else. If anything, it's tax bracket and she's probably above you. So mm-hmm. the only thing you could say was the fact that she was Mexican. And, I'm and like, she said had, it repeatedly, repeatedly. Had to be a racist because there were a million things to say about Carrie negatively that had yep. nothing to do with her skin do color. It. Exactly. And guess what, had you gone for one of those things, you probably would still have a job. Yep. Yep. Because we would probably agree. Fight. We would agree with you, whatever <laughs> we would it is. Probably agree. Like, because there are so many things to say about Carrie. Like uh-huh. so many. And uh-huh. most of them not great. And none of them have to do with the color of her skin or who her, her who her what her culture is. That's also what makes you a good strong housewife if you have to resort to something they cannot change or fight back about you're a weak housewife 
mm-hmm. you should go. You should be fired from this platform. Yep. And yes, people are like, oh yes, fire Leanne because she was racist. I'm like, fire her because she's bad at this job. Mm-hmm. If you can't fight with a very obvious worthy opponent as the strongest adversary on the show, Leanne was. You can't fight with the new girl for any other reason. You are no right. Vicky Gumbel saying you must leave my screen. Okay. Because Vicky Me. found a new reason to hate every new bitch. Oh, And they oh, were good yeah. reasons. Oh, yeah. And most of them were simply, I don't like new people. And I was like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. She could have gone with that and she wouldn't do it. It had to be, she's a chirpy Mexican. I'm like, that's the best you could come up with. Carrie is obnoxious. She is rude. She is not the best person. She seems selfish. Like so even her selfish. kids feel, I get a vibe from them. They're like, girl, we don't want to engage with you on I know. this television and, and, show with this bullshit. And please stop saying that was a situation. If she says a situation one more time, <laughs> I'm literally going to throw my shoe to screen. Like I'm like, she, she can't think of any other adjective besides a situation to describe anything. She's like, yes. that was a situation. And I'm like, oh, so annoying. Carrie, do you want to? Because Dr. Tiffany Moon said it the best. She said, okay, I'm an immigrant too. And English is not my first language. And I would still correct you. It's kind of, I'm just like, okay. There are just other words. It's just like, it's just, you're annoying. Like you think that saying like the situation is you like funny and quirky. Like you're you not think doing it's, it, yeah. but it's not, it's nothing to do with anything else besides that you are annoying and you think you're cute and funny, but it's yeah. not. I would not be shocked if she came out with like a sequence under them like little yes. sequence shirts. I'm like, this is not because you don't know any other no, words. No, because you no. are an educated woman, Carrie. I've yes. heard you talk in interviews. You are an educated woman. You say things just because you have an accent doesn't mean you're not speaking it like with real mm-hmm. words and real context and real thoughts. You make the thoughts pretty clear and known. You have conversation honestly better than Cam, who is your podcast partner. And Therefore, you are just trying to be cute and get a little brand going. You can mm-hmm. sell it with your little cuss for two thousand dollars. Have you seen? That's that why movie? I thought it, I thought it was so funny how because uh, you know whenever Tiffany had corrected her for the definition of being a hypocrite versus being two faced, and then her response was, "Well, I'm Mexican." And then in this mm-hmm. episode, um, Tiffany was like, "Oh yeah, I learned English at six. And then Carrie is like, oh, well, I, I learned it at 16. Like, see, like, see, this is what I mean. Like, this is why, like, I said I was Mexican. Like, she tried to justify it. Like, well, I learned when I was 16. And then it's like, it, and it's not a competition of who learned English later in life. Or who had it the hardest or any of that Right, stuff. it's like, it who cares? It's, it has like, she's not coming for you for anything that has to do with that. She came for you because you tried to come for her. And her defense was, bitch, use the right word. You could have been anybody. And that was it. Like that's, that was, that's all that it was to it. Period. And I just, Cam, I think since she got with Carrie, she's become a lot less like enjoyable from the delusional standpoint. Cause one yeah. thing I did like about Cam is that she was delusional. She was really up her own ass, but she was funny with it. And she is funny in confessionals. And now we're seeing this really dark side of her that it's mm-hmm. giving me Leanne vibes and I don't like it. Yeah. And the only thing I have to equate to it is that Carrie is also very miserable. And it's because she wants out of her marriage, probably. She probably wants yeah. out of that home. And she it all got stopped because of COVID, girl. I get it. And uh-huh. then and I know she felt like she had to film the show, but I'm like, girl, get your home in order. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't mm-hmm. want to be there, your kids are, you've got a lot going on with your kid. And I hate it when she weaponized her daughter's mental health without her permission. Oh I hated that. In the middle of a fight. I don't like those things whatsoever. So. All in all, I'm like, Cam and Carrie are coming off as the mean girls. And yeah, 
I don't know if we needed that on Dallas because they're all kind of bitchy anyway. And I didn't yeah. know if we needed that. It's not making it any more enjoyable Mm-mm. or any Mm-mm. less boring. I totally agree. What are I you totally giving agree. the season so far? Um, a D. Ooh, that's worse than Tiffany Moon's party. Yeah. I gave her party a B because I related and I didn't want to feel singled out because I am someone who lacks an itinerary for an event mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and some rules because they felt like fun rules to me. Although yeah. rules can't be fun, but again, I work with children. So I love rules. All my parties have rules. Um, hey, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Episode, yeah. I, I mean, I, I give the whole thing. It's going down. Tiffany is the only thing that I like about it. And Tiffany, my advice to you is this. Tell people you put crickets in their food the next day. The yes. same day they will get <laughs> sick because it's already activated in them and this has happened. The right. next day they're like, oh my God, I didn't even taste it. And it becomes nothing because little crickets and stuff, that's actually like all the rage right now. Yeah. Like health food and stuff. It's like, not, yeah, totally. It's not a huge deal. It's a delicacy to a lot of people. It's good in protein or whatever. Also, you would not have cared if, you, if she didn't tell you. So tell them the next day, but I, I get it. She's scheduling her own enjoyment. So she was like, everyone yes. take a bite. You take a bite. Okay. And reveal. And I'm like, Tiffany is neurotic and I like her. I like her. So would you give it a C? I give the season so far a D. This episode was aight. It was okay. And I I don't know. I like Tiffany's house and the tour. They were haters though. So I don't get to enjoy it much. So it's like hard because I'm liking her and I like a lot of them individually. And then they get together and it's too much to Mm -hmm. me. It's too much like misery. It's not even fun, catty, bitchy behavior. Like, oh, I yeah. have the same one in blue. Like, it's not even that. It's not even giving me yeah. Marlow. Oh, the booty implants. Like, it's not giving me that. Uh-huh. It's not even giving me. Kyle. It's not giving it me. It's giving misery. me nothing. I know. It's just and, nothing. And at that's all. not fun. And I'm okay if you're catty and bitchy if it's more dramatic and fun. But none yes. of us are even gonna like yell at each other. They're just gonna be passive aggressively mad. Mm-hmm. So totally. I don't love well, it, but. Well, what, love, no, well, now let's talk about what you did love. Did you love Salt Lake? Reunion I, part one. I think that Salt Lake is going to go down in history of being the absolute best franchise in history. Maybe what? because it is in history. Out, yeah, because season one to start out this strong, I don't think it happens ever. And there's nowhere else to go but up. There's only more people they can find that are going to piss people off more ways they can expose Mary Cosby, more ways that they can get Jen to break down. Heather and Lisa are having more fights now off camera than they ever did. And I've heard, I've heard that they are filming. Okay. So all in all, I think if this is where they started, the potential is, is almost too, it's like insurmountable. There's too much potential. Because a lot of them, they start low and they're like, they're able to go high. So yeah. like, I don't see them getting, if this is what they found in Utah, in yeah. Utah, they found this? Oh. I worry I worry about the burnout though, because like Jen is like going to hundred miles per hour. They're not yeah, if they, if they, Yeah, they might need to rotate. Yeah, because I'm like the current cast, I worry. Because I Jen them sucks. seasons. Okay, okay. Because Jen sucks the air out of every, like everything is always like, she's the center of every fight. But then she, to me, is like a, a housewife on steroids and then I don't even enjoy it. Like, it's just like. Yes, yes. What was, let me get, because I am going to be talking about this with um, someone that you have actually recorded with before. Oh. Because our girl is, uh, you know, she, our girl Sasha is 
a dynamic superstar and she has already oh reached gosh. the highest of heights. She's been featured on Bravo on Watch It Happens Live if you have not seen it, her face. But before that, her voice, because most people don't know that I know this and I have said it, you may not know. She's also been on the Bravo official podcast, The Daily Dish, with one Megan Segura and Eric J. Mack, who I'm having on to talk about Salt Lake City. Oh, and both of them or no, just, just Eric? Just Eric, because oh, Eric have a fun. rapport. So um, it will be very fun. Okay, okay, but okay, good, good, good. I want to know what were your top three moments of the reunion part one? Okay. This is also history in the making that a very first season show gets three part reunion. Crazy. Yes. So I loved everything that came out of Mary's mouth. I like heard everything. She's being received by the girls. So you haven't watched. I have seen it, but I'm reserving my okay, thoughts. Okay, 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 okay. Gotcha, gotcha, so I can gotcha. Get gotcha. somebody you know who has some, yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. hands, okay, who okay. has some hands in the fire. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Okay, so I, she, everything that she said just gave me everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in the Heather and Lisa. Like, I feel like this could really like go somewhere because they have like they seem to have like this underlying like. I this is what I think. I think that Heather resents Lisa. Actually. I just listened to an interview that Heather did on Kate Casey's podcast and she referenced this and she said that a reason why Lisa gets under her skin is because Lisa calls herself Mormon 2.0 but really Heather is someone that was like extremely Mormon so it's tricky mm-hmm. for her to see someone like Lisa actually like claim being Mormon but doesn't actually have to like sacrifice anything or do any of the things that like Heather had to do in order to be a right. good Mormon so there's right. a lot of like resentment there yeah you know, Lisa's now- more Mormon by by my mindset i've heard yeah yeah not an actual mormon according to some other people she's a convert to lds but she herself is like not mormon but i think she wants to be seen as a good quote-unquote mormon Mm -hmm. which is why she won't drink on camera though she owns an entire alcohol business i'm sorry go ahead so yeah so i was i'm very the the first part of the reunion really just got me interested in more of the heather and lisa because before i just like didn't really care and now i'm like "Hmm, what is really going on there like this could be really explosive, like if they keep mm-hmm. it going. So that, and then third thing I would say, oh my gosh. The, I mean, when Andy tried to read the receipt and he was like, honey, bad Xerox, that sent me. <laughs> He's like, I can't, you, you tried it. She tried it, y'all. She tried to bring That's out her, the, the reunion staple move. Oh, she had to have her, have her receipts printed and she didn't even print it all clear enough for the man to read them. That's I thought so that was funny hilarious. to me. I, said she tried it. I want to leave us and you with this question. Yes. Because I've had this debate in my head. Do you think, because now it's going to be copycatted from here on forever. Do you think that it should actually be a requirement that we have the people bring Monique binders of receipts to the reunion? And the only reason I'm asking is because I would love to see a Monique binder with LVP large print. Um, zoomed out for Andy to read large scale mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also I hate post reunion fights on Insta on social media because if you yeah. miss a day miss a lot I don't like it yeah. I want to see it when it's a- available to me to digest yeah. and Andy can dissect it so yes. do you think we should bring re- binders or will that kind of get played out um it will eventually get played out but I would love it I would love every second of it like if everyone just had receipts I would love that I think it would be amazing I think everyone should bring receipts 
I do. Why not? Bring the receipts. Binder, then clipboard. Can, then we can get to the bottom of it because then it's not, you know, he said, she said. Because then basically mm-hmm. if we don't have proof, like the whole situation between, um, what's her name? Uh, Jen and Meredith about the sleepover thing. I, that was just left uh, open-ended. And then we get the receipts after the fact. And now it's don't too late them. for, and- I want Andy to be there. And yep. like you said, moderate and let us get to the bottom of it. Yes, now it's just out job. there. Now it's just out there. And we're like, okay. And then we just have to move on. And I got to make my own opinions. I'm not good at that. Don't make me do that. <laughs> I want to do the hard work. Present me what I'm supposed to think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As editors on Bravo will do anyway. Like they wanted us to hate uh-huh. my- or whatever and it didn't necessarily work but they presented that way just give me what i'm supposed to know there's yeah. too much information to digest you have to do cards. yes there's already enough that you have to do anyways now you don't you don't need to also add on top of that like figuring out what's the correct truth like i don't need that just tell me which one which one is legit which one is on bullshit so i can know and Thank then I can you. go from there that's all i want that's all i want and i would love that and but i would love that and it would make my job like 10 times harder <laughs> as well but as a viewer i would love that because everybody we got places to go things to do and if we specifically didn't catch them nobody would know because i get people all the time who, somebody just asked me something so funny oh because candace is so is selling her mom's home um in in maryland and you know it's no you know it's not a dc home but the reason they call it a dc home because it's like a stone throw away from dc this is like okay, on the line okay. but people were like wait why is she selling her house is she homeless? Did she get fired? I'm like, oh no, she just bought a new house, like her own house. And I'm like, girl, that was months ago. But I forgot people have lives, real ones and jobs. And they listen to us and watch us to catch up. Cause they're like, right. girl, I can't right. consume all that bullshit. Which right. is why I'm saying, bring it to the reunion. Cause mm-hmm. that we are watching. Yes, 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 yes. It feels Absolutely. better for all of us, you know? For sure, for sure. I would love that. Whitney, but- Whitney, tr- Whitney tried it though. She tried mm-hmm. to do it. Whitney. <laughs> I have such a complicated relationship with Whitney. Such a, it's so hard because there are just so many red flags there, and I'm like, so what? Disapp- when am I going to be disappointed? I would love oh, to know. Like, give me the date in time. And I think that she's another one that's going to disappoint the girls because they stand her so hard. Mm-hmm. She's going to disappoint. And I, I, like I've said it before, I think Leah's second season is going to be one that people are going to be like, um actually i think so too and i'm like yeah i'm sorry for your loss so the more time that passes i'm like i'm like yeah it's but then she has ebony you know and she's gonna be on ebony what does that mean to me i i think that she's gonna get on ebony's good side and let ramona look like an idiot and just ramona always looks like an idiot i don't think she's gonna get in there and go get in it with ebony I think that but it's Ramona her buddy. Always looks like no. I'm just idiot. saying, like I feel like Leah knows what she's doing. She's gonna buddy up with Ebony. But I think Leah's always known what she's been doing. I mean, but that's she what I'm saying. When are they gonna wears black designers and is friends with them, and then has the audacity to look me in my face and say she invented streetwear? I know it's crazy. Okay, girl, huh? Like you are literally friends with people who actually do it, like for real and make money off of it i'm sorry like don't nobody know you i know i have friends in fashion pr like that have worked with the best they are published they are in journalism i have so many friends that spent their hard working nights in everything all through college from 17 missing everything flying to new york to go and work in this world and very many of them was like who is married to the what and i went to new york once and my entire day was spent annoyed hanging out with them in lines at drops of things like supreme and i'm mm-hmm. at diamond and i'm at stussy and i'm like 
who are all these people? And I go, this is streetwear. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I'm on the street? And they're like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, this is kind of cute. And then I get into the room, it's like, nothing's there. I didn't, I'm not saying she doesn't have it. I'm saying that if it has not made its way to our Kardashian, I doubt you were ever that popular. Because right. it had to be knocked off four different times before it actually became like something that the girls can stand, especially the ones that watch New York. The ones that watch New York are only in line with the streetwear that they do see a Kendall Jenner wearing after it was worn by 17 other Black mm-hmm. and Latinx influencers came mm-hmm. from like the different parts of LA and then made its way to three different magazines. And then Kendall goes, look what I invented. Mm-hmm. Hoops. I call them earring circles. They look yep. like hoops, but like they're not because I made mm-hmm. them myself. And in fact, we're going to make them like three times thicker with a little bit of brass and a couple of indents on them. Like Kim <laughs> loved to be like, it's a French braid, like Bo Derek. And we're like, mm-hmm. I know. Deep sigh. Yes. You and your Bo Derek braids are beautiful, Kim. Because like, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to, you know, like let it roll. Exactly. They love to do it. They, they love really to do. do. It. And I'm like, Leah, if you haven't marketed to those women yet, I, I, it's girl. The most that people can find, honestly, from you, that you were on Millionaire Matchmaker. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for. Her. I just don't know if it's gonna come this season because Bravo, like they, you know, they're gonna make her the fan favorite because it's they need to have a she fan is. favorite, and if she they want to sustain been. that, and yes. then she's gonna buddy up with Ebony. I really I think, think so too, and I think that's that is usually how she gets away with a lot of things. But I just. I don't know. I get, I don't get the hype off screen. Off screen, she disappoints me almost once a month and I try not to even look, but on mm-hmm. screen, she's perfect for the show. She makes a lot of sense. She's a dynamite for that cast. They absolutely mm-hmm. need her. I love that she'll bring in Ebony because we need that connection to both worlds yeah. and Ramona will look like a piece of shit. So I'm on board. I can't wait to see it. It's I, gonna be, a lot I of think things, it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a really good season. I do I too. And I'm, I'm kind of ready for it. I'm ready for new stuff. I'm ready for Jersey. Oh, I'm Hallelujah. so ready. I'm so ready. God, I'm already in love with it. I'm so ready. Already. I've already girded my loins and I'm ready for the first episode that I've heard is fantastic. So I cannot wait for that. And I cannot wait to have you back again. Oh my gosh, me either. And then the next time I'm back, I will be curious to know where you are in your stage of planning. Hopefully by then you will have a dress or you would have at least decided about a neckline okay i owe it to sasha y'all i'm gonna yes. have to i'm gonna have a, an answer for her then like yes. i have followed yes. three bridal boutiques <laughs> yes that is the progress in all oh of my it. gosh <laughs> please tell the people where they can find you listen to you watch you do your thing as you yes. flourish oh my gosh. here on the world at on the, the television breakdown, yes and I, I hope you have you told your followers about uh your listeners about your shout out that we got oh my god please explain to them what okay I, I dropped the ball completely i did not at all so yes monty and i both got a shout out by some amazing bravo queens contessa um dr heavenly who else? Um, Karen, the Grand Dame, Ashley. Who? What's the woman's name? The new woman. What was her name? Anila. I don't want to say Anila. her name wrong, but I believe it's Anila. Okay. Um, who is on Married to Medicine this new season? Yes. She literally replaced Mariah, which is very funny to me because Mariah's okay. whole thing was that she was Black Adeshi because she married oh, a yeah, Black right, man, right, right. And, and now they have an black, actual. And now they have an actual, like I believe, Black and Indian uh-huh. wife. And I'm like, I love it. Not them replacing her with her own kind. Oh my god. With, 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 with a two point <gasps> with the real thing. The real thing, oh, no. right? <laughs> Why they went 
this, right? Like, I love so we that. like the concept. We're like yes. new delivery. We're gonna yes, go in the yes, same yes, direction yes, yes, though. Yes, yes, yes. Like, oh not even God. we're gonna go in a different direction. We're gonna go in the, the same, same direction. direction. <laughs> I'm I love sorry. that. Go ahead. Yeah. About that. That's but so funny. What so those was. women. Mm-hmm shouted us out they were like we want to shout out some amazing black content creators and they shouted us out they were like mixing with manny you know i rolled okay. my i was like okay oh. i'm gonna give her i'm gonna give her that one i'm gonna give her that one i'm gonna if give she it out here she'll learn soon yes she'll learn. Done, she'll learn she'll she learn. will learn very soon we'll make her acquainted <laughs> with us yes and they shouted us out. miss contessa was the one she said the bravo breakdown i said i know I, my mom was like i've played it 30 times <laughs> oh my gosh that yes. was a that was a moment right there that was so out literally sasha i got on the instagram dms and go what did i do why did they mention me did i do something wrong <laughs> i did something wrong i pissed somebody off oh lord i ain't never gonna have me on the watch what happens one day <laughs> and then it was like you've been tagged i said who got tagged I ain't post nothing today. And it was just them saying things. Mm, <laughs> thank you. I know. I know. Not what a treat. Not Black History Month. Okay. I'm yes. But this I know. is what I'm talking about, Bravo. This is what we are asking for is a little bit of effort, not just when we're dying, but also when we're alive. Yes. Because we're here. We're creating. We're giving you content. Yes. We and are being the culture. the girls. Yeah. Like, for free. Okay. Because they ain't writing no checks free. for me. No. I'm over here telling y'all my real opinions. I really do think Married to Medicine is the best show on TV that so Bravo's good. made. I really I do so think much. Potomac is great. And y'all watch them go, oh, it is great. Like, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we literally spend a lot of our time dissecting and breaking down for people yep. what we think they should spend their time on because people's time is precious. Yep. Yep. And they're like, we don't want to just spend hours at the TV. Tell me what the good shows are. And I tell you, and I give yes. you reasons why. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, the set of death song good. I'm in. So you're welcome. And we love doing it. And we love mm-hmm. that you love us for doing it. Yep. Yep. Yes. yep. So y'all, please go check out Sasha yes. at the Bravo at Breakdown. Bravo Breakdown. Look at her amazing breakdowns of Salt Lake City right now. And of course, you can catch her other breakdowns where? On the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash the Bravo Breakdown. I'm always live yes. and well on the Patreon. Because you have the videos for other um franchises up there but the audio as well right yeah yeah and the full like so whenever i put it on my feed it's like a two minute clip and then the patreon right. is like the full 20 minute video yes okay yes girl get into it if you need some extra content something else to watch while you're taking your little your nice long baths yes listen to you yes. while you're in the shower while you're on a drive getting mm-hmm. your groceries and you're hiding out at the target while your kids are at home playing yes and you're like i just need all of minutes. it like you i think i saw this of the real moms of bravo like this is a, a, a hack that they have they listen to their podcasts and stuff when they put in their target orders and they tell their husbands they're going shopping because then the husbands uh, think they need to be away for a couple hours it's right. target it's groceries but they put the order in so they can just sit in the car and luxuriate oh i love that have a nice little macchiato sit by themselves yes. and relax and i'm into it so while I y'all put in your next order at the target yes. but go to just sit in the parking lot and have yourself mm-hmm. a nice little moment to yourself and unwind mm-hmm. listen to the bravo breakdown and let sasha break it down for you yes i love that visual like i'm visualizing that for myself and i don't even have kids I'm like, girl, look at I know, that. I'm like, that sounds good that. to me. I just Shoot. need to be in the parking lot of Target. Like, to be in the yeah. Target essence. Thank you. you. Know? <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Sasha, for coming on. Thank I you for having me. You. It's always a pleasure. And I'm so excited for, like, all of your wedding stuff and for us to all meet up. <laughs> thank you so much. I cannot wait. We deserve. And I can't wait yes. to show the girls a good time. Yes.
For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, pop culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.